Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report presented by Oakshade Raceway, coming at you live from our Hammerdown Racing Report home studios. I'm Scott Hammer. That's Ron Miller over there, and that's uh, Jerry down there. I feel like we're in the Brady Bunch every week. Like I said, I'll take Scott Hammer for the block, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, our uh, theme song on uh, Facebook. I don't. I don't put the theme song that we do uh, for uh, the videos. It's actually on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, those guys, Inner Circle Avenue. We got a new album coming out tomorrow, so we got to give a, really? a shout out to them. So if you're a fan of our uh, our opener there, you can uh, check that out. Their uh, new album actually is uh, going on sale tonight at midnight. Factory of Dreams. Haven't heard anything off of it, but I'm sure it's probably going to kick ass. Local Go guys, check it out. Local guys, yeah. There you go. Um, coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, make sure to like us. Uh, we've, 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 we've surpassed a hundred people on YouTube. I, we never, I never really promote the YouTube thing, but I guess we probably should pay attention to it now. Uh, we're over a hundred people there. So that's pretty cool. I mean, it's not, Hi, not huge, but that gives us, it unlocks things. So now you can just go to youtube.com slash hammer down racing report. Make sure we can have a custom URL now. So that's pretty cool. Thanks guys. Wow. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at hammer report. And, uh, of course, you can listen to us anytime on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Spreaker. HammerdownRacingReport.com. That has links to everything, everything you need to know, including sponsorship opportunities. Tonight on the show, uh, we are going to uh, be speaking with uh, Dirt Car National late model point leader, Rusty Schlank, six-time late model champion at Oakshade. He's got numerous championships. Um, so we'll be checking in with him in about 10 minutes or so. Uh, I want to thank Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. This weekend, May 29th, Saturday night, it's uh, American Late Model Series returning for the first time since 2019. Uh, $14 general admission for that. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. Hope to see everybody out there for that. Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, the most technologically advanced goose and duck decoys ever produced, and they're manufactured here in the U.S. Check out realgeese.com or call 419-800-8100. Uh, you can check out the uh, hoodies they have available on their website. Also, Millstream Speedway. Uh, Scott Warner's been uh, pretty quiet. I got an update last night. I heard from him. Oh, uh, right. They're they're still on track to uh, to hit that opener on uh, June thirteenth. He's just hasn't really had anything to say, uh, just because they've been busy getting that place ready to uh, to go. So um, June thirteenth, late That's models, mod structs. Uh, make sure to follow him. Twitter, Facebook, MillstreamSpeedway.net for all the latest updates. I think guys, uh, we're planning on doing a couple of. Uh, Facebook lives in the next couple of weeks on Wednesday nights at seven. So make sure to follow them on Facebook. I also got to thank big D's pizza. One of our uh, longest sponsors will be giving away a big D's pizza later, later on tonight uh, for the how many. And of course, Ryan Miller race cars and freeze frame photos back with us after uh, last season. So um, we'll talk more about them later. Got that racing roundup, uh, Jerry. Yes, sir. This week's Racing Roundup, once again, brought to you by Tim Sims. Tim's Dirt Track Simulators in Lima, Ohio, home of the Hillbilly High Banks. That's where I'm at tonight. Starting with this week, it's Flat Rock Speedway was in action. Jeff Versek picked up the win in the 50-lap Arkham Moran Chevrolet Outlaw Late Model feature. Greg Stoop notched the Street Stock A feature. It was his second of the season, and Bill Early won his second figure eight feature of the year. Attica Raceway Park was in action with David Gravel inheriting the lead when Sheldon Hottenshield tangled with a lap car coming to the white flag. Gravel then held off 10-time series champ Donnie Schatz to score his fourth World of Outlaws win of 2021. 
on Friday night. Brent Marks has passed a ton of cars against the World of Outlaws the past couple of seasons, and Friday at Attica was no different as he charged from 19th to a third-place finish behind shots. Fremont, Ohio's Mike Keegan edge defending track champion Paul Weaver by .001 seconds. That's one thousandth of a second for those of you paying attention in the nonstop affair for his first ever sprint car win. That's got to be the, the closest margin of victory ever at Attic. I would have to think. Could it be any closer than that? Um, well, not and be measured. <laughs> yes. So congratulations to Mike for grabbing his first ever sprint car win, and man, he he beat some real, you know, tough cars. Paul Weaver and Jamie Miller, class of the field in the three hundred fives there at Attica. Lima Land Motorsports Park, man, what a show that was. First time sprint cars back on the track since August of 2019. And Harley White from Lindsay, Oklahoma, won the 22nd annual run for the rabbit, honoring Travis the Rabbit Miller. She uh, really put it on him. Uh, Randy Hannigan finished third with uh, uh, Connor Leffler coming on second. And I got a chance to interview both of them, down, all three of them in victory lane. And when I got to Randy, the first thing he said, I can't believe I got beat by a girl. Yeah, but it it's was Harley. all in fun. Though. Yeah, but it, and it was all in fun. Randy was having a very good time with it. it, it she was very. I'm very sure she's fun. never heard that before either. We should have yeah, asked her that when we had her on the show. <laughs> but she was she was awesome. She she really looked good, and I'm looking forward. You know, if weather lets us run at Lima tomorrow in Wayne County, Saturday and Waynesfield Sunday, it's going to be interesting to see how she does in this big Ron Colley Junior Memorial Weekend. Stick around later oh, on the uh, weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman. We'll we'll find out that weather that. Forecast. I haven't heard it yet, so oh. it'll be it'll be new to me too. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> I, I'm leaving before I hear yeah. it. <laughs> Oakshade Raceway was in action. Six-time late model track champion Rusty Schlink parked in the Oakshade Raceway winner circle for the second week in a row Saturday night, and he's going to park right here with us on the Hammerdown Racing Report in just a few minutes. Chris Keller and Devin Shields from the second and third, respectively. Mike Jesse got his first sportsman. Feature win of the year with a point leader Josh Robertson finishing second and last week's feature winner Rusty Smith finishing third. Jeff Folks Jr. picked up his first Bomber A main feature win of the season with Gabe Mueller runner-up for the second week in a row. Brad Eitner finished third. Joe Carr won the compact feature over last week's winner and point leader Eric Carr. Jason Deschler was third. Chain Stuckey picked up the easy Bomber B main win over Bobby Swagger and Chris Blycamp. At Fremont Speedway, it was defending 410 track champ Nate Dussel holding off DJ Foots and Cole Macedo to win his 26th career Fremont feature. Dustin Shroop held off Alvin Repke on the late restart to win the makeup 305 sprint feature from the season opener that was cut short due to rain. Matt Foots finished third. Ripke drove to his 10th career feature win in the night's regular 305 feature with Jimmy McGrath Jr. finishing second and Jamie Miller third. Sean Valenti picked up his third dirt truck feature win of the year over Jeff Babcock. It was his 64th career Fremont win. Sandusky Speedway was in action with Ben Watson winning the Renegade feature over Clayton Oliver and Andrew McCall. Kyle Lawson took another pure stock feature win over Johnny Newman and Dan Smith. Matt Marlowe won the modified feature over Kenny Sharp and Jason Wells. In the beginner stocks, Sawyer Stout took the checkers over Jason Stanfield and Ethan Rosiska. It's Shady Bowl Speedway. We are in action with the Dave Nagel Excavating Late Models. Matt Parsons picked up the win in the late models with Ryan Fleming second, Jake Hinton third. Adams Automotive Street Stocks. It was Jason Mahaffey picking up the win over Josh Sage and Rodney Roush. The tuners were in town with Alex Booby picking up the win over Gary Eaton Jr. Wait, wait, and Ron what, what's his name? Alex Booby. I had okay. to ask him All in victory lane before he called it out. It was great. Is, that, yeah, that's it was, not it an alias? Game. Not an alias, nope. Oh, the young man is uh, out of Indiana and, and put on a show. He he came from the back, had some issues, 
had to had to pit, came back from the back, and actually pick up the win over uh, Gary Eaton Jr., who's a longtime racer at Shady Bowl in several classes, and it, it was a great race for sure. Uh, the bullet liner Dayton Thundercars were in action with Brad Blue picking up the win over Scott Drake and Landon Jones. And then the Herod Septic Solutions Compacts for the 55-lap Hot Rod McElfers 55. It was Nick Barrett picking up the win by just a car length over Ethan Pope, who started 11th and was coming on at the end, just ran out of time. Great race for the, honoring the longtime Shady Bull legend. Connor Leffler won the NRA Sprint feature at Eldora Speedway over Dylan Westbrook and Jared Horseman on uh, Saturday night. Scott Williams took the UMP Modified feature over Brian Ruman and Kurt Spaulding. In the Super Stocks, it was Jordan Conover winning the, taking the checkered flag over Rob Trent and Jeff Matheny. At Toledo Speedway, the ARCA Series was in action with Ty Gibbs winning Saturday's ARCA Menard Series Hers Potato Chip 200. It was his third series win of the year. Corey Heim finished second with Nick Sanchez third. Greg Stillwell made it two in a row with the win in the late model series earlier in the evening. Stephen Smith scored his first ever feature win in the factory stock feature. Next up for ARCA is the General Tire 150 at Charlotte Motor Speedway on Saturday at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Word of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Action. 58-year-old Dave Blaney stunned Sheldon Hoddenshield with a last lap pass to score his 95th career victory at the track he owns in his hometown of Hartford, Ohio. On the final lap, Hoddenshield bobbled coming out of turn two, allowing Blaney to get by him and grab the checkered flag. It was a record between victories is what I, I missed the exact amount of years. It was like 26 or 24 years between victories for Blaney. Is that all? So that's Yeah, yeah, just a couple weeks, you know. So that, he was short of being the oldest winner by, I want to say, like three months. Sammy Swindell still holds that record. So it was close, but Sammy is still the oldest to win an outlaw feature. Hot and Show came on second. Carson Macedo rounded out the podium. Next up for the Outlaw Sprints tomorrow night at the Terre Haute Action Track in Terre Haute, Indiana. Uh, I believe that's postponed. Is that what I understand? No, that was that's yeah. the Silver Crown tonight at Terre Haute. The, the Silver Crown tonight. So they're still right now on for, for tomorrow. the Outlaws tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the Memorial Day Spectacular at Lawrenceburg Speedway in Lawrenceburg, Indiana on Monday the 31st. Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions were in action. Tyler Courtney stormed to his second All-Star win in three races Thursday night at Circle City Raceway. He completed the sweep of the first two events of Circle City Raceway history by topping Friday night's Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions win as well. He earned a $10,000 payday by just over eight-tenths of a second over Rico Abreu. Hunter Schoenberg notched his second podium in as many nights with another third-place finish. Cap Henry won his first Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions feature of the season during All-Stars Indiana Invasion at Gas City I-69 Speedway Saturday night over Rico, Rico Abreu and Billy Baylog. Passing up his high school graduation for four days of sprint car racing, Zeb Wise came home the winner of the 40-lap, $26,000-to-win Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions third annual Rudine Foundation race at Kokomo Speedway on Sunday night. Wise wheeled a sprinter to victory, finishing 1.8 seconds ahead of Tyler Courtney, Rico, Abreu, Cole Macedo, and Scotty Thiel. Tyler Courtney picked up the series championship for the Indiana Invasion, picking up a ten, that cool $10,000 check for that. Davey Brown tribute race at Williams Grove Speedway in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Tomorrow night is the next up for the All-Stars, and then on Saturday and Sunday, it'll be the Bob Weicker Memorial at Port Royal Speedway in Port Royal, Pennsylvania. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Mike Marler took the lead with three laps remaining en route to winning Friday night's Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series feature at 300 Raceway. Tyler Erb finished second, and Kyle Bronson came back to finish third. Transportation Solution 50 at 34 Raceway scheduled for Saturday was postponed to Thursday, July 15th. 
Next up for the Lucas Oil Late Model Series was supposed to be tonight. The Cowboy Classic's been postponed till tomorrow. They are going to run that and then run the regular uh, show for tomorrow at the Lucas Oil Show Me 100. Uh, sorry, the Don and Billy Gibson on Friday and then the 29th annual Lucas Oil Show Me 100 on Saturday at Lucas Oil Speedway in Wheatland. Morton Buildings World of Outlaws Late Models were in action. Chris Madden swept through Port Royal Speedway Friday night to win the Huey, Huey Wilcoxon Memorial in dominant fashion. Brandon Overton tried to chase Madden down but had to settle for second. Three-time champion Brandon Shepard crossed the finish line third. Chris Madden seized a moment Saturday night during the Billy Verrick Memorial at Port Royal to claim his second World of Outlaws Morton Buildings Late Model Series victory. Easy for you to say. Yeah, right. Rick Eckert finished second in Port Royal. Regular Dan Stone finished third. Next up for the World of Outlaws Late Model Series, Friday, June 4th at Circle City Raceway in Indianapolis, and then the Plymouth Speedway in Plymouth, Indiana on Saturday, June 5th. In NASCAR action, Todd Gillen overcame a pit road penalty early in the race to earn his first NASCAR Camping World Truck Series victory since 2019 in the inaugural event at the Circuit of America Saturday afternoon. Kaz Gralla, I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. Is it Grala? Gralla? Gralla. 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 Okay. Saved his tires to finish Growly. second, and Tyler Ankrum finished third. Kyle Busch dominated Saturday's Pit Boss 250 to earn his 98th NASCAR Xfinity Series triumph of his career. A.J. Allmendinger ran second for most of the race and finished second, and Justin Allgaier finished third. In a waterlogged, rain-shortened Echo Park, Texas Grand Prix, Chase Elliott earned his 12th Cup Series victory when low visibility and inclement weather forced a red flag stoppage 14 laps shy of the scheduled 68-lap distance. Though there were several hours of daylight remaining, concerns over safety were brought to the forefront after two nasty multi-car accidents during Stage 2 and worsening conditions due to standing water puddling on the course led to NASCAR declaring the race official at 6.30 p.m. Kyle Larson finished second, and Joey Logano rounded up the podium. Next up for the Cup Series, the Coca-Cola 600 at the Charlotte Motor Speedway on Sunday at 8 p.m. on Fox. The Xfinity Series is in action on Saturday, May 29th, for the Alsco, Alsco Uniform 300, and that's Saturday at 1 p.m. Then the trucks are in action on Friday for the North Carolina Education Lottery 200. In other notes, Buddy Kofoid spun and then won with in a thrilling Power Eye Lucas Oil National Midget League performance Friday night during the opening half of the Super Clean Ileana Showdown at Charleston Speedway. Kofoid, who started ninth, spun on lap four and spent most of the main playing catch up from there. Kofoid capitalized on the restart with 10 laps left when he fired a slide job on his teammate, Dason Pursley, and held on to finish 0.605 seconds in front of Pursley for his fifth Power Eye win in six starts. Bobby Pierce took the lead at the drop of the green flag and dominated the Castrol Flow Racing Night in America feature on Tuesday night at Tri-City Speedway as he led all 40 laps. Pierce finished 4.177 seconds in front of Jet Jonathan Davenport, who finished second. NASCAR Cup star Kyle Larson, there's that guy again, finished third. The series moves to Florida Speedway in Union, Kentucky on Wednesday, June 2nd. And that will do it for this week's racing roundup. That's a lot of uh, racing. Yeah, it was. Like you mentioned earlier, USAC Silver Crown cars are postponed for tonight. Uh, yeah. Let's see where they, did they announce a makeup date for that yet, Scott? Uh, no, I just saw the note from uh, Dave just before we came on, so that, that's all I've seen. But uh, it looks like Rusty's been uh, in our virtual green room here. He's been yawning, so maybe we should bring that him really. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if we're putting well, him to sleep But we talked now. about him. We talked about him kicking their butt again at Ocean. <laughs> Well, let's bring him in here. Let's uh, let's do this. No, nope, we'll make uh, we'll make him the big screen here. That way, if he yawns, we yeah, all see the him. Big screen. We don't. Are you driving? Yeah, so we can see right down his throat. Uh oh, he's he's got his yeah, eyes. Yeah, closed. I'm driving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't think you're supposed to be driving and and uh, playing on your phone. I'm I'm riding. Dusty's driving. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess that's all right. right. Who was it? That Safety first. Wasn't one of the ARCA guys got in trouble for doing that live streaming at, at Daytona earlier this year? But that was in his race car. <laughs> well, well, that's true. Yeah. Rusty Schlenk, how are you doing? Oh, not bad. You guys, how are you guys? Uh, we're. Uh, I'm hoping this rain goes away so we can race this weekend. I'll be in a lot better mood if that happens. Yeah, well, there's no rain. It's not raining here. I don't know where are you at. You don't say that for. Why are you saying four-letter words on this broadcast? That's true. Right? I hear you. You did bring it up. You did get us in trouble with the FCC over that. No, we're not. We're good. Um, so, uh, I mean, man, you've been uh, on a roll at least at Oche the past couple of weeks, and uh, you're leading the points, the championship points again. I mean, you're no stranger to that. Uh, was that your plan uh, to, to go for the, the Dirt Car National Points again this year? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of always the plan. Uh, we just – we just do as much racing as we can, and uh, if uh, if it all works out where we're where we're at the top of the points at the end of the year, we'll uh, we'll give it our best to try and win the deal. So uh, we have so much uh, we have so many UMP tracks around here that uh, I I usually have a I can usually get a good start on everybody and, uh, and jump out to a, a decent lead usually in that UMP deal at the beginning of the year. So so far so good. So it almost seems like the guys that are winning the championship lately. Um, make it through the summer nationals. Do you have any plans to do a, a fair amount of those shows? Man, I, as of now, I don't really know. We don't have a plan. I've uh, we've kind of just got one car together. Um, I'm so busy building building stuff for other people right now, and trying to get uh, my customer cars out of the shop that I don't uh, I don't really have a good plan together to to run the whole summer nationals deal. Um, I'm, I'll probably run some of it, if not a lot of it, uh, as much as we can. Um, but I've got to uh, I got to buckle down here in the next couple of weeks and get ready for it. Uh, I I don't see us doing the whole thing. I mean, maybe maybe somewhere around half of it or so. All right. Well, how uh, let's talk about uh, domination race cars. How's uh, how's that been going for you? Really good. Uh, way 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 better than anticipated. Um, man, I couldn't uh, I couldn't ask for it to have went any better. Um, we're number number twenty three, I believe it was. Just came off the jig today um, to get welded up. So. We've been we've been building cars for a little over a year, and, and we've got 23 of them out there already. So I'd, uh, I I'm definitely happy with how it went. Um, way busier than I anticipated. So uh, we've had some hurdles we had to jump over to, to try to accommodate everybody with spare parts and everything. But so far we've been able to keep the keep the shelves stocked and keep people in parts, and it's it's going good. How how much does it help you to go down to Florida? in the beginning of the year to, to take domination race cars down there and, and get your name out and ha- by having decent runs like you and Colin both had down there this year. That's huge. Um, and I mean, that's kind of our goal. Um, it's just to, uh, at the beginning and the end of the year, uh, I want to, I like to get out get out to different places that we've never been, um, try and showcase what we've, what we've got a little bit, uh, uh, we're not, uh, we're not a rocket or a longhorn by any means. Uh, a lot of people haven't even heard of us yet. So, um, it's it's good to be able to get out there and run good, and um, especially with Colin. Colin Colin's been huge. Uh, 
showcasing the race cars because he's he's so young and he can jump in these things and uh, and and travel around with me and and run up front and qualify good and and run respectable. So um, he he's helped out a lot also. Do you have a backlog of orders coming in for these chassis as of right now, or? Um, no, we've actually finally just got kind of caught up. I think we've only, uh, as of right now, I think we're three or four behind um, okay. on the waiting list. So we were, man, I think at one point we were 11. A little bit. Um, generally, race season is uh, race season's a little bit uh, a little bit slower. Obviously, everybody's got the race cars ready to go, and uh, they're not really looking for stuff. But um, it's uh, fair part it's fair part season for us right now i know that you uh kind of ventured off into the modified world how is that working out so far oh hold on i'm having some uh going on here can you hear us oh we can hear you we can see you you're still there yeah i I have no volume on my end i can't hear you guys at all (laughs) oh no we can wave at you (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Anybody anybody any good with sign language? Try, uh, well, I, I would say to reconnect, but if you can hear me. Try reconnecting. There he goes. <laughs> yeah, he got it. Um, oh, yeah. Um, While well, we're waiting for him to uh, join back, there was one other thing in the uh, uh, our other notes for the racing roundup. Chris Windham. Snagged his uh, third Tony Holman Classic for the USAC Cummins uh, uh, or the USAC Amsoil National Sprint Cars at Terre Haute Action Track Wednesday night. That was last night. Um, Did you see Brady, Brady Bacon's Bacon. crash? Yes, and he got in his backup car and finished third in that. So that, that was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. So look at that. Rusty's back. Can you hear Yay. us now? I got you. Huh? I got you. Isn't isn't this great? The modern technology, super. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but your voice went away. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably better that way. But uh, so you're doing uh, you're doing modifieds now as well as late models. Yep, yep. We've built two modifieds so far. Um, we've got a modified up in Northern Michigan. Uh, Chad Bauer is piloting that one for us. He's been running really good. He should have two wins by now. He had a couple couple mishaps his first uh, first couple nights out, but he's been really good. Um, and then we got one out in Missouri. Um, Jeff Cutshaw from out in Missouri has uh, has our very first modified that we built. So how can uh, how can people get a hold of you if they want to to uh, to get a car built? Oh, uh, just on Facebook. Um, yeah, Facebook's the easiest way. Domination Race Cars uh, on Facebook. Uh, you can get a hold of me on my personal page on Facebook, or or call my cell phone. It, um, I think all my all my cell phone number and everything's on on all of our pages up there. So. There you go. All right. Well, you've won a lot of championships. Uh, can you name all the championships that you've won? No, no. Um, <laughs> we, I don't know. I think we've won Oakshade six times, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, won, a, won a couple sportsman championships there. Uh, I think we've won ALMS five or six times, maybe. Uh, we got we've won the national championship three times. Um. Man, I don't know. I, we've won the regional stuff a few times. I, I, have, I couldn't even. I don't even know where to where to begin. <laughs> so, what what do you have left to, to prove? I mean, what would uh, what's 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 a race maybe that uh, you would like to win that that you haven't haven't gotten under your your belt yet? Oh, there's there's a lot of those out there. We have a lot to prove still. I mean, we uh, 
we've definitely proven ourselves at the local and national or local and regional level. Um, but uh, we've got uh, we've got a little work to do to to be able to run. Uh, we can we can run good when we show up to national events. I mean, we're they know we're there. We're, we run respectable. But uh, like when we went out to uh, Arizona and stuff this year, I mean, we went out there and, and and we ran decent. We had some decent top ten runs, made about every show, and uh, they know we're there. But it. I definitely want to, uh, next few years here, I want to get our program to the point where we can show up at about any national event and run up front. Okay. So, uh, what's your, what's your plan for, for the next or for the rest of this season then? You're just going to kind of pick and choose. I, I know you said you had no plan. I, last time we talked to you, I think every time we talked to you, it's like, eh, wake up in the morning and, uh, decide I'm going to go <laughs> here or there. You don't decide till the morning. Yeah, and that's kind of how we that's kind of how we roll all summer long. Um, the weather's just so hit or miss. I mean, it's uh, every time we make a plan, it gets changed anyway. So I just try to uh, try to watch the weather and and uh, kind of know where every wherever UMP event is in our area, and we'll uh, we'll head, we'll head whatever direction the weather looks best. Are you going to chase the money and head down to Eldora for the dreams? I doubt it. Um, I've, like I said, I've got way too much going on right now. I've, I got a couple customer cars that I need to get finished up before, before summer nationals gets here. Um, so unfortunately we're not going to do the dream this year. We're, uh, that's, that's kind of a whole week ordeal and I don't have the time to take a week off right now. So I'm going to spend uh, as much time in the garage as I can getting things ready so I can try and hit as many summer nationals races as possible. How do you balance? How do you balance uh, the time between uh, building the cars and and running your own race team? There's no balance at all. It, <laughs> it's just chaos all the time. <laughs> uh, that's actually where we're heading right now. I'm heading up to work on the car. Um, thank thank God for the guys up to uh, up to TBR. I mean Tyler Bork and and my my car owner uh, and and all his guys uh, Troy and and Skinny and and Shane and the guys that work on the car up there all week long to. Uh, to make sure that it gets maintenance and washed and all that stuff. It takes a huge, uh, it takes a huge burden off of me. Um, I, I'll, I'll show up there maybe once a week and, and do some of the technical stuff that needs done. Um, go through, go through some of the things that, uh, they don't feel comfortable doing. Um, but if it wasn't for those guys, I, I, there's no way I'd be able to pull off what we've got going right now because I, I mean, I spend, I spend 14 to 16 hours a day in, in my race shop trying to get customer stuff done. And, uh, I don't have the time to spend on my car like I need to. It doesn't seem to be affecting you too much. I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> just well, so. honestly, it has. Um, it really has. I mean, people don't see it from the outside because we're still running decent, winning races. But um, there, we we have we've struggled here the last four or five weeks uh, to to get the car back to where it needed to be. I mean, we we kind of lost we kind of lost where we were at. Um, the car needed gone through. I mean, it, there was there's some stuff that I needed to do, and I just hadn't I hadn't spent enough time in the shop, and the car kind of got away from me a little bit. So um, we've been spending the last couple weeks here uh, going through everything and getting it back to where we need. And uh, I think we I think we finally got a good grasp on things. And hopefully, I can uh, have the time to keep keep things where they need to be from here on out. Now, your strategy in running for for the national uh, points. Uh, you, you look at uh, the track to go to, to, to compete at, are you looking at what, uh, what their payout's going to be, or are you looking at, uh, where can I get, uh, where do I have the best chance to get UMP points? Uh, a lot of it comes into consideration. I mean, obviously we need to make money from night to night to keep going. So, uh, I mean, we, we consider everything. We, we look at the purse for the track. I mean, I, I like to try and hit at least one decent pain race every weekend, uh, 
try and make a little bit of money, but we also, we also look at car count. Um, we try to get bonus points if we can. So we, we try to go to a track that has a chance of getting, getting a good car count for bonus points. Um, uh, honestly, recently, uh, I've been choosing tracks just by the, just by the quality of the racetrack. I, I've been trying to go to places where I know that, where I know that I can pass and move around and, and not get stuck mid pack. Um, because it, it, I don't know, for some reason lately, a lot of racetracks have been pretty one lane and hard to pass. And, uh, it, it's, uh, it, it kind of sucks when you, uh, when you show up with a really good race car and you're stuck in the middle of the pack and can't go anywhere. Um, so I, I honestly, recently, I've just, I've just been looking at good racetracks to go to where I can move around and have some fun and, and, and know that if I have to start 12th, we got a shot at winning the deal. Rusty, you were talking about bonus points. Um, Looking at some of the results, there's a lot of tracks that are struggling for car count. Um, are, are, are the bonus points still that big of a deal? Um, yes and no. Um, a lot of the tracks, like out Illinois area, they don't even get enough cars to, to even have a B main half the time. So, I so out in that area, um, those guys, uh, the guys that are running up front out there, they, they're kind of at a disadvantage. I mean, there, there's times around here, uh, some of the bigger races, at Oak Shade and stuff like that, well, there's there's times that we can have up to 30 cars. So it's it's huge for me to, to even if I only get four, five, six uh, races that have bonus points, I mean, if I get five races with, with five extra bonus points, that's 25 extra points at the end of the year. So. Uh, and it, it usually comes down to uh, a 25 or 30 point window to win the national championship. So it's, it's definitely huge if I can get a couple of races with good bonus points. All right. <laughs> I, I'm guessing weather also uh, plays a factor as to what tracks you're going to go to, too. Yep. That's like I said, that's that's the biggest thing right now is to make sure that I go to an area where I know I can get uh, at least at least two races in every weekend. If we get stuck sitting at home for a night. It kind of kind of hurts us if everybody else is racing two nights and we only get one in. Speaking of which, what uh, what are your plans uh, for this weekend? You maybe heading up north to a big paying race, or uh, you gonna stick around here run some ALMS? No, well, our original plan was to run the ALMS stuff. Uh, I was gonna do Attica and Oakshade this weekend, um, but I don't know. The weather doesn't look good for tomorrow, so we're I don't know. We've got a couple couple different tracks on the radar. Uh, weather up to Winston doesn't look too bad. Tri-City weather looks terrible right now. It looks like they're going to get rained out tomorrow. Um, so Attica is the original plan, but if the weather doesn't work out, we may end up over to Winston. I'm not sure. All right. Um, final question for me, at least. I don't know if these guys have anything. It looks like Jerry's got to get going. You, you out, yep, Jerry? Yeah, i got to run out of here. Rusty, it was great talking to you again, man. I'll see you, see you up at Oakshade soon. Thanks, man. It was good talking to you. <laughs> um, this past weekend – in your heat race, and I kind of talked to you a little bit about it in the pits. <laughs> I knew this was coming. You got uh, you got <laughs> sideways there in one and two, and instead of uh, stopping or spinning out, laid on the gas, shot the gap through uh, the infield there, and just I, and I still I don't know from my perspective you had no room. I thought for sure you're just going to smash right into the concrete block. Uh, you threaded the needle between the concrete block and the the uh the tire there uh, walk us through what was going on there <laughs> yeah that was uh that, that hole closed up a lot it was, it was a lot smaller than i thought it was when i actually got to it but um now i just uh, i entered turn turn one wrong i was uh don't got the jump on me on that second restart there and uh 
I was, I was moving around trying to find a line where I could get around him. Um, and, uh, I, I just, I, I missed pretty bad entering turn one and I hit that hole wrong. I had that hole in the middle of turn one and two there the last couple of weeks. Uh, and, uh, generally it's not too bad. You can get around it, but I just, uh, I, I missed it. I was, I was trying to, I was trying to enter and, and come back down across the racetrack in a way that I hadn't the lap before. And, I caught my left front and I hole wrong and it, and it spun me out and it was, it was either spin the car out. Well, when I, when I spun sideways, uh, I looked behind me and I, I realized I had a pretty big gap. So, um, it was either spin the car out or, or try to try to bring it back on the racetrack. And I knew my only way to save it was to drive through the infield. So I, I picked the hole on the back straightaway that looked like I could fit through. And, uh, when I got there, there was only a couple inches on each side. So I, uh, I'm, I'm glad I, <laughs> I'm glad I have my glasses on straight so I could make it through there. But it, it, Scott, I, th- I, I think uh, Rusty will, will back me up on this. When you're, when you're in a race car and you're on the throttle, you're in control. When you're on the brakes, the car's in control. So uh, right. he, he made the right choice, hit the right pedal. Yeah. Right, right. Yep, you, had, uh, you had two options there, hit the brakes and spin it out and, uh, and, and hope, I can, hope I can pass a couple cars in the last few laps coming from the tail of the heat or try to save the thing. And um, it was uh, – Thank God I had enough room there between them tractor tires to, to make it back on the racetrack. Well, I think the biggest surprise to me was that uh, you didn't get yelled at on the radio for, for racing through the infield like a lot of people do. They, you must have gone <laughs> honestly, through there so quick they didn't see you. Honestly, I was expecting it because I've done it before. <laughs> uh, a few years back I did it, and and I, I had a whole earful of the, the lady on the other end of that race receiver cussing me out for going through the infield. So, um but but as a race car driver, I, <laughs> we got we got to do what we got to do. There wasn't uh, I didn't I didn't see any people. I didn't see a, a cameraman or anybody down in that corner. So it's I not, knew I was. Uh, it's it's not like I you had a lot of time to, to make a decision either. It was like boom boom. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it, things things slow down a lot in the race yeah. car, though. You know how it is, Scott. You uh, it it looks a lot faster from outside the car. It was just one of those risk versus reward things. Right. Exactly. Well, you didn't you didn't lose any positions. There was no yellow flag. Uh, I mean, you did lose some ground to Tadona, who went on and, and won that heat race. But uh, you ended up winning the feature later on that night. So, I guess I guess it worked out well. It did. It did. My whole goal was just to get in the redraw, and we we made that happen. So, all right. Are we going to see you at the uh, birthday race this year? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. We'll be there for that. Um, it's been a long time since I've won that deal. I. Uh, I, uh, I gotta, I gotta get that notch back on my belt again. Yeah. I don't, I remember interviewing the second place guy. I don't remember who it was. Uh, one of the, one of the big guys. And, uh, he said, I don't know who that guy up there was, but man, he drove a hell of a race. <laughs> <laughs> I forget who that was now. It's going to, um, Jack Sullivan. Is that who it could have been? Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. That was Jack Sullivan. Well, uh, we, yep. That's what Mr. Buckles says. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Well, all right. We'll uh, let you go so you can get back to work. You're a busy man, and uh, good luck this weekend if you run Attica and Oakshade or wherever you you do end up running. Any chance uh, you'll get to Eldora on uh, Sunday night for the Appleseed? I don't think so. Um, As of now, if we're going to race, we've talked about going to maybe Spoon River on Sunday and Macon on Monday. Um, If uh, if we're going to race Saturday or Sunday and Monday, that's probably we'll head out in that area so I can get two races in. Uh, If we go to Eldora, we're just kind of stuck running Sunday, so. We'll probably head out west and maybe do Spoon River and Macon. All right, man. Sounds good. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having have me a on. Great, have a great weekend, Rusty. And, and you again, too, you, we'll see you soon. I, uh, and you know the deal. Um, 
you're bound to win the next one. Yeah. I, I better make it. I better pick a good one. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see you, Rusty. Thanks, guys. See you. Rusty Schlank, your uh, point leader, national late model points, and several-time winner of that, and a lot of championships there. So uh, good luck to him. And that was a – I still – that was uh, a crazy – I still can't believe how he fit between in there, that whatever – I guess we'll move on. Sometimes blind luck just. Sometimes. Yeah. I, I would have just closed my eyes and be like, eh. see what happens. You'd have been screaming like a little girl. No, 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 no. Um, uh, we were talking about the uh, the Tony Holman classic uh, for the uh, USAC uh, sprint cars, Terre Haute, last night. Yep. And uh, we mentioned Brady Bacon. Who, uh, did you see the video of his flip? I didn't see it. I saw the aftermath. Saw him looking at the car, pretty <laughs> torn up. He, he, uh, he, I said, I think I saw a meme of uh, of the picture of where he reached the highest point and something about uh, did he get clearance from air traffic control? Yeah, or something. Yeah, but he ended up in the parking lot. That was a wicked crash. But uh, he broke out the the backup car and uh, raced his way through the B main and ended up finishing third in that race. USAC Silver Crown cars we mentioned before were scheduled to race tonight, but that has uh, rained out. We got that weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, make sure to contact Free Stream Photos for all your racetrack photos, uh, whether uh, on the track or in Victory Lane. They have 24 years of memories with you at Oakshade and Toledo Speedway and other local tracks. They can meet all your photo needs at the track, and they can do photo shoots by appointment. Free Stream Photos, special moments frozen in time, 419 419- 476-9978. Also, make sure to support Big D's Pizza and Subs, ribs, chicken, and more out there in Clyde. Uh, 419-547-1444. Order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Check out the Big Nut Barbecue Sauce, $5.99 a pint. Uh, Big D's, big on taste, not on price. And, of course, Ron Miller Race Cars right there in Lamberville, Michigan. 734-856-7223. Race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs. Uh, even took some time on his birthday to help me out uh, last week trying to get uh, the, that carburetor to not leak. And turns out it was something that wasn't the carburetor. Pretty simple. Fault. Yeah, yeah. So it all worked out. So thank you for that. Uh, got some uh, racing news to uh, get here, get through here. Just a year after his induction into – actually, before we do that, so we mentioned, I wish we still had Jerry on here. Should we talk about the grudge match? Sure. All right. So coming up on uh, June 5th, that is uh, a week from this Saturday, at Oakshade Raceway, we're going to have the Hammerdown Racing Report grudge match at Oakshade Raceway. How many laps did all, we decide we're going to go? All three of the hosts. Yeah. How many laps did we decide we're going to go? Eight. Eight laps? Okay. We're going to do the eight-lap option if we get that cleared with Pam. She pretty much said, yeah, do whatever you want. So, yeah, it'll be me and my bomber, Ron in his late model, and Jerry in his dirt track truck, four-cylinder. So we're going to stagger the start, so uh, we'll talk about that later. But, uh, yeah, it'll just be us for eight laps. And uh, I don't know what we would Winner gets a Big D's pizza. How's that? We'll see if uh, Dean's in on that. Delivered? I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so, uh, um, yeah. That's what we're going to do, Pam. I don't think we've I've given the details to Pam yet at Oakshade, but, uh, yeah, that's what we're planning on doing. So I, I don't know how that's going to turn out, but we shall find out. I think uh, we're going to give Jerry a lap advantage over me at the start. 
I will have a lap advantage over Ron. So Jerry, by default, will have two lap advantage over Ron at the start with his late model. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. So uh, just a year after his induction in the NASCAR Hall of Fame, Bobby Labonte will be chasing the checkered flag in the Dayton 100, a new event uh, for the JEG CRA All-Star Tour. Uh, the June 27th race at Kilcare Speedway will be a new challenge for Labonte, who will be driving the number 26 Platinum Express Pro late model for the first time on the tricky third mile oval where he's never competed before. So uh, Bobby Labonte, he's also doing the SRX stuff too. Right. So he's, he's getting to be a busy guy. Uh, Scott Dixon, the 2008 Indianapolis 500 winner and six-time NTT IndyCar Series champion, won his fourth Indianapolis 500 pole during the Firestone Fast 9 shootout. Uh, Dixon knocked off young Colton Herta, uh, knocked him off the pole with a four-lap average of 231.685 miles an hour. Do you really, does the .685 miles an hour matter if you're going 230 miles an hour? No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The race kicks off, the Indianapolis 500 race kicks off on Sunday at 11.30 p.m. on NBC. Uh, it was announced Thursday at Indianapolis Motor Speedway that NTT has extended its sponsorship agreement with IndyCar. The multi-year extension means the series will remain known as the in- NTT IndyCar Series. In uh, another positive sign for uh, motorsports returning back to normal, fans are going to be allowed to attend, and this is in your state, Ron, June, yeah. June's Detroit Grand Prix IMSA and IndyCar weekend at Belle Isle. The state of Michigan announced on Thursday it was lifting the restrictions on outdoor seating capacity as of June 1st. As a result, the Detroit Grand Prix will uh, welcome full seating in the grandstands for the race weekend at Belle Isle on June 11th and 13th. So that's also good news for Flat Rock, too. Oh, it is. Yeah. NASCAR Camping World Truck Series has nixed the race at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park for the second year in a row due to COVID-19 restrictions and logistics issues getting across the border. Instead, the trucks will run at Darlington again with the Cup and Xfinity Series on uh, the weekend of September 4th. So uh, Canada not quite open just yet, so we're still feeling some COVID effects, but it's getting better. Uh, Do you see the bad uh, super late model crash at Berlin Raceway? Past um, I don't think I saw that, Scott. Uh, I wish I had the video. That was a pretty crazy deal. There was a big crash in uh, in the corner, and then this car, uh, I believe that was driven by Eddie DeHunt. Um, about a half lap behind the crash, comes full speed into the side of one of the cars that was stopped on the track. Ooh. Yeah, it was a pretty gruesome-looking thing. I, I don't know what was going on there, but uh, both drivers were... Uh, injured in that. Um, or no, I'm sorry, that was uh, David Fretz, <laughs> Eddie Duhant's Chase Elliott spotter. No, nothing to do with that crash. Uh, David Fretz and uh, Boris Jerkovich uh, were involved in the crash. Uh, David Fretz remains in the ICU in critical but stable condition. This is as of, I think, about two days ago. I haven't gotten an update yet. Um, and Boris Jerkovich uh, remained ho- hospitalized with fractures to both legs. Ooh. So, yeah, pretty crazy accident up there at uh, Berlin this past weekend. Chase Elliott spotter Eddie Duhant has uh, been suspended indefinitely after after Hendrick Motorsports learned of two assault charges against him. And he was spotting for Chase at uh, Coda this past weekend. Wow. Yeah. 
And I'm not sure. Must how I be feel, a pretty good spotter. I'm not sure how I feel about that because he's only been charged. I mean, I mean, maybe he's done something, but he hasn't been convicted or anything. But yeah, I get. I don't. I, I don't know. I could go either way on that. Uh, Mike Joy. How old's Mike Joy? Hundred and three. Is he really? Wow. No. He looks good for his age then. Lead Fox NASCAR analyst uh, Mike Joy is going to get behind the wheel of a 1966 Mustang to compete in the Trans Am Series on the weekend of June 5th and 6th at uh, Sonoma, I believe it was. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I hope they have some live in-car on that. I'm sure they'll they'll get some footage of that. Uh, early start times at Flat Rock. You wanted me to follow up with Scott Schultz on that. See how yes. that went? Yeah, I got a response uh, from him this morning. He said, uh, most of the feedback, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, Flat Rock uh, was starting their first three weekends, Saturday nights at 4 o'clock, racing at 4 o'clock, I should say. So uh, there was an earlier time. Um, he says that uh, most of the response was positive. They think they drew some new fans because uh, a lot of the questions they got were general questions like, is there going to be food? Can we bring a cooler? Uh, that kind of stuff. So he thinks it exposed uh, some new fans there. He says uh, that Drager says they should do it again in 2022, and they probably will. Very good. So that's your update on the... Um, Thank you for that, Scott. You're welcome. See, ask, and and you shall receive. It's investigative reporting at its best. Uh, let's check out our uh, Twitter poll results from last week. Last week's Twitter poll... Uh, or I should say this week's uh, Twitter poll was uh, should NASCAR race in the rain? Before I show the answer, what do you think, Ron? What, what did, you th- did you see any of the you race know, on I Sunday? Thought, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, I, I was disappointed. Having raced in really adverse conditions the first part of this year. Um, oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? <laughs> and, and we didn't have windshield wipers. No. Um, I think they should have finished the race. But other than that, I thought it was interesting. I would hate to see every race will run under those conditions, but you know, for for a, a couple times a year, yeah, I like it. Did uh, we didn't have the visibility issues quite as bad as as they did down at? Uh, really, I'm thinking. Mm, I think well, I, I I think I did. Well, there was visibility issue, but we also weren't going how uh, how fast were they going on that straightaway? 180 miles an hour. I think I saw heard one of them. Yeah. say. that's pretty darn fast for running in the rain and not being able to see. I don't think we were going 180 miles an hour at Sandusky. Whatever. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Uh, so uh, we put that, the poll out there, and uh, majority of people said no. NASCAR really? should not race in the rain. 37.5%, 18.8% said yes, and also maybe. So it was kind of a split. If you add the yeses and the maybes together, they're pretty even with the noes, and, uh, right. and then you got 25% that just don't care. I don't think we'll see that on on any of the oval races, Scott. I, I think it uh, it lends itself to the road race, though. But it worked at the the Charlotte Roval a little bit better. But I don't think the rain right. was quite as heavy for that event. I don't actually remember, but I don't think it was quite as heavy. So it did they didn't have the visibility issues? Don't know about you, but I can relate to the hydroplaning that they were complaining about. <laughs> is that is that why you lost? No, it's that darn Davy kid. I couldn't get around him. Oh. He wouldn't make a mistake. All right, let's uh, move on to our how many this week's uh, chance to win a Big D's pizza. Uh, last week, we asked how many uh, ARCA cars, ARCA Menard Series competitors, would start the uh, race Saturday night at Toledo. And uh, 
Do you know how many started, Ron? I think I heard 17. You heard three too many then. Oh, my. Yeah. 14 cars <clears throat> started that race. Last week's uh, uh, guest, uh, Thad, he finished fifth, I believe. So he didn't pick up the win like uh, we had hoped. So yeah, I think he started fifth and finished fifth. Not too bad, though. Uh, so our we had a tie, actually, for our online winner. Well, actually, first me. I was our winner because I picked Lois. I said 18. That was a little high, but uh, whatever. Our online winners, we had a tie between Matt Swander and Charlie Orns, two folks that I know. So we're going to have to spin the Big D's Pizza Wheel to find out who's going to win this week's Big D's Pizza. Let's uh, bring this up here, and here we go. How close were they, Scott? Uh, they both picked... There you go. 16. So they were two off. Okay. Charlie Orns. All right. He's got himself Big D's Pizza. There you go. And he'll Charlie, also. I hope you share pizza. And he can take pictures of it too. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Orns, of course, of Freeze Frame Photos. Uh, we got a lot of racing action this weekend to talk about. And um, before we get to our weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman, which I still have not listened to yet. But uh, we'll talk about uh, racing action. Hopefully, that'll happen tomorrow. The forecast, from what I've heard, doesn't look uh, too good. Dean's in for something. What was it? Uh, oh, the pizza for uh, the grudge race, I think. Right. I haven't looked at the comments in a while. I just saw that, that he's in there. Uh, cool. Maybe we can get him to bring the pizza out there. We could have the pizza right after the race. What are you looking at? I <laughs> uh, just... I don't know Just looking at the looking at the notes, at the okay. comments. All right, I'll well, we give Ron Miller race car some love there in the scroll. Uh, oh. so, so tomorrow night, Lima Land Motorsports Park is the twenty third annual Memorial Cup and inaugural Ron Kale Junior Memorial. Uh, it's part of a, uh, a couple race deal with the Ron Kale Memorial. The NRA uh, Sprint Invaders to twenty five hundred to win. At Lima Land tomorrow night, UMP Modifieds and Thunderstocks in action. Gates open at 5, racing at 7.30. Uh, general mission for that show is 15 bucks. Attica Raceway Park, it's uh, Steinle Chevrolet Buick Stillwater Medals Night featuring the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410s, uh, paying 4000 to win. Attica Fremont Championship Series 305s and uh, late models, 3000 to win for those guys. Gates open at 5, racing at 7.45. General mission is 18 bucks there at Attica Raceway Park. That's Friday, Saturday night. Oakshade Raceway. We have uh, American Late Model Series, UMP Sportsman, Bombers, and Compacts in action. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General mission, 14 bucks. Sandusky Speedway will have the Ohio Wheelman Series. Uh, Renegades, Beginner Stocks, and Pure Stocks all in action. Main gate opens at 4, racing at 7. And general mission is 12 bucks. Sandusky Speedway. This Saturday, Fremont Speedway is Napa Auto Parts Night Fremont. Fast 410 wing sprints will be in action, as well as the Boss non-wing sprints. And uh, dirt trucks in action as well. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General mission, 18 bucks at Fremont. Flat Rock Speedway, the Joy Fair Memorial 100. Did you know Joy Fair? I did. Did you? My parents yep, used to. Raced, raced against him. Did you? Did you ever beat him? Oh, yeah. Uh, in... In a pursuit race, Australian pursuit, yes. That's pretty, that's, that yep. must have been an accomplishment. Uh, stands out in my record book. <laughs> uh, anyway, legendary. He, he was, he was, he was absolutely king, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. I watched him when, uh, I mean, my parents watched him when they were dating and before I was around. I watched him when I was uh, in high school. 
and beyond. Uh, yeah, incredible racer there. Um, Joy Fair Memorial 100 at Flat Rock is Saturday night featuring Outlaw Super Late Models. Street Stocks, and they're going to have uh, Dashes and Pursuits. Speaking of there, maybe if uh, Oakshade happens to rain out, you go up to uh, Flat Rock and run a Dash and a Pursuit. Take my take my late model up there, maybe? Sure, why not? Would it be yeah. right? I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. They might be all right. Uh, Pit Gate opens at 2.30, racing at 7.00. General admission's 20 bucks there at Flat Rock Speedway. And then Eldora Speedway. Uh, this is, That's actually Sunday. Sunday, Eldora Speedway. Johnny Appleseed Classic featuring the American Late Model Series uh, Modifieds and Stocks. So all three classes in action. Gates open at 4, racing at 7.30. General admission is 19 bucks, And then Waynesfield also Sunday. Uh, Ron Kale Memorial featuring the, the final line of the Ron Kale Memorial. The NRA Sprint Invaders. Uh, taking on the Patriot Sprint Tour competitors, plus the Boss Series, Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series. Big gates open at 3, Spectator Gates at 4, racing at 7 p.m. General Mission is 20 bucks there. And I have a feeling that uh, uh, I had Eldora under my Saturday races on my notes here that I send to uh, Ryan Weekman. Mm-hmm. So I have, a, I have a feeling he may say Eldora Saturday night. He meant Sunday. That, oh, okay. That's what he meant. So... How about we take a, a listen to our weekend weather pit stop because uh, I think it's supposed to get cold and windy and not so good tomorrow. But, uh, yeah. Well, is it just, yeah. Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. A first alert day for Friday means I'm going to be ducking things that you're likely throwing at me. Looking ahead towards our forecast for Friday evening, Lima Land and Attica. Temperature is going to be in the 50s. I'll be shocked if race is happening after a soaking day of rain showers, a strong northeast wind gusting as high as 35 miles per hour throughout the day. Saturday, a bit more interesting. We've got Oakshade, Sandusky, uh, Fremont, Flat Rock, Eldora, all starting around 7 o'clock. I do think there's going to be more scattered rainfall during the day. It's going to be light scattered showers, but nevertheless, it could end up being a little bit of an overcast and wet day. So especially for those racetracks down towards Eldora, Fremont, Sandusky, I think that's where you'll run into a few more problems with some lingering showers. And again, a north Northeast wind highs only in the low 60s. Wayne's Field on Sunday, likely the one race that we'll give a two thumbs up to. Uh, dry day on Sunday. Temperatures should be close to 70 degrees at least during the afternoon hours, and that northeast wind starts to settle down a bit. Move the races to Monday, and it looks really nice. I get it. Can't do that. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. There he goes. There he goes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Eldora might be all right then on Sunday. Uh, he's given two thumbs up to, to Waynesfield. So, Scott, with, with all this rain, what kind of track conditions would you expect on Saturday night? Uh, if it's raining, it's going to be pretty slick. That's that's my prediction. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, if we do race, uh, I, we, we could be fast track. I mean, if they can get the, the moisture out, I'm thinking it, it's going to be cold. And if the wind doesn't dry it out too much, the overcast skies uh, will help, you know, and maybe keep the track a, a little tacky. It could be a fast track. Ah, but I, I would wager that you're wrong. Well, you probably could. And I, I was just guessing. 
You're the professor. Well, you know it all. So Scott, Scott, what I've found on on rainy days, great days like this, where where they've where they forecast uh, a fair amount of rain, the the uh, track prep people will roll the track in to seal it over so that the rain doesn't cut so little rivulets into the track. And because the track is sealed up, um, it doesn't take any water. And those, those days tend to wind up pretty dry and dusty despite all the rain that we get. So if, if we don't get too much rain, let, let's see what happens Saturday night. All right, then. Of course, Flat Rock isn't going to be an issue because they don't have to worry about water cutting into the track. Or Sandusky. And Sandusky, even if it does right. rain, we'll race at Sandusky. That's fine. It doesn't stop. In anything. the rain. There you go. <laughs> uh, no Hammer Down Hotline uh, playback for you tonight. Uh, nobody wanted to leave us a message. Uh, if you want to be on the show next week, call 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. Anytime, day or night. And... Uh, Tell us what's and on your mind. insult us. Yeah. Insult Ron, not me. Well, oh, tell Scott. Me. Tell well, Scott what you're insult really... Insult Jerry. Doing. Jerry's not here to defend himself, so insult Jerry. Does that work? We good with that? Yeah. All right, cool. I want to thank our associate producer, Dave Kemmer, also uh, field correspondent, Matt Swander, Doug Doc, uh, helping out. John Young's almost uh, corresponded, too. He sends me a bunch of yeah. new stories. I have to add him on there. Uh, we'll be back... Next week, 7 o'clock, live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I forgot the other one. So make sure to follow us on there. Thanks again to all of our sponsors. Uh, make sure to support them because they support us. And uh, indirectly, you supporting them supports us. We appreciate that. Of course, uh, Oakshade Raceway, our presenting sponsor. Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, Millstream Speedway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, and Freeze Frame Photos. So thanks again to all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor, visit uh, HammerdownRacingReport.com. All the sponsorship information is available on there. And again, don't forget, leave us a message, 419-318-3081 on the Hammerdown. Yeah, yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, your suggestions, whatever. You want to talk racing, your opinion on uh, racing in the rain, whatever. doesn't matter how much you love Rusty, how much you hate Rusty. You you can you too can be a star on Hammerdown Racing Report. One of these days, I think we're just going to have a show. I'll just send out the link, just publish it, and then anybody can join in. It'd be a free for all. It'd be that like could a be dangerous. Be like a battle royal. Well, I still have to bring them on. We could have like ten people in the green room, but they don't come on unless I bring them in there. We doing how many tonight, Scott? Oh crap! We just did the winners, didn't we? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, right. Was that Hang in the comments? On, we're not leaving yet. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, uh, thank, thanks, Brian. Yeah, I, I kind of skipped over that. I was getting ahead of myself. I got excited about all the racing uh, this weekend. So, <laughs> this week's how many? We spun the Big D's pizza wheel, and I was all, woohoo, it was fun. Yay, let's move on now. Uh, this week's how many? Uh, your chance to win a Big D's pizza. That's why everybody's sticking around. I was wondering why everybody was still here. Um, yeah. How many late models will be at Oakshade for the uh, American Late Model Series race on Saturday night? Ooh, yeah. and you've got to go first. I do, and um, and I feel like if I hit z- if I pick zero, I'm being extremely pessimistic. But at the same time, 
I have no idea how many American late model guys are going to show up. Let's, uh, well, maybe I'll just wait a little bit and see what some people are saying in the comments. Oh, here looks we like, go. Looks like 20 seem to be a pretty good guess. Oh, there's a 31. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with 20. I like uh, what Charlie picked. Charlie won this week. I'm going with what he picked, 28. 28 late models at Oakshade on Saturday night. What do you got, Ron? 27. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, and that was going to be before I. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I, I, if you had made me go first, I would have said 27. I got gotcha. you. All right. Is Kathy around? Is she going to. Hey, Mrs. Miller, how many cars at, at Oakshade Saturday? Late models. And while Ron's getting that. Uh, it's me. It's you. Oh, how many? Ooh. 35. Is that what I heard? Yeah. That's, that's what a, her said. That's a good number. You like yeah, that. number? I like that. I do. So for your chance to uh, win a big D's pizza, just put your guests in our uh, comments on our Facebook live. I may even check the YouTube ones. Cause I've noticed there's been some comments uh, going in there for, for the how many. So uh, well, make it a point. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to cut it off though at midnight on Friday because I'm thinking yeah. Just in case. Just in case. Midnight on Friday. So if uh, you're listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever, any uh, podcasting platform, not live, you can still get in on it. Just uh, head on over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Hammerdown Race Report. Find uh, this uh, video for this uh, show with Rusty Schlenk as the title, Dirt Car National Late Model Champion or Point Leader. And uh, put your guess in the comments. And you have until midnight Friday night to do that. So... Did I miss anything else? Did I skip over anything else? Or are um, we done now? No, I, 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 think it's, I think it's dinner time, Scott. All right. Have a uh, wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy your uh, day off if you, if you got Monday off. And uh, make sure to get out and support a race or two or maybe three this weekend because uh, there's plenty yeah. to choose from. If uh, some happen to get rained out, looks like uh, later in the weekend it seems to be a little bit better weather-wise. So. We'll see you out there, right? Go eat I your think pizza. So. Go eat your pizza. It's not pizza tonight. What? Actually, actually, it's hot roast beef sandwiches. Mama's home, and I'm getting homemade dinners again. All right, sounds good. We'll see you next week, seven o'clock. Hammer down, race report. We out. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts. Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 